0: we're on a floating rock people wake up you have power you have more than you think you do float above yourself for just a second and realize that you don't know what you don't know You've gotten through the worst parts of your life. You've gotten through the hardest days of your entire life. You have lived every single day with yourself. You are the one who breathes every single air of breath into your lungs. That's a very special thing. That is a very strong thing. Being here, wherever you are, means that you are resilient enough to have lived this long. But you're awakening already, right? It's already happening that's why you're here and why you're listening nothing is broken in your world nothing needs to be changed nothing needs to be different and yet everything is constantly changing because it is the inevitable nature of that which is eternal what i've come to realize in this endless searching for answers is that there really are not if you spend your whole life trying to get your act together then then what do you have you have an act right instead of a life I am Vanessa Fontana, and welcome back to Figuring Shit Out. Today's episode is gonna be a little bit different. It's going to be a bit of a reminder and more of a centering of where you are right now, who you are right now, who I am right now, who we all are floating through this world, this magical little place that sometimes can feel not so magical. It's gonna be less about information and more about the presence of everything that is and coming back to that and how detaching from your life situation can improve your life situation, how you look at your life. So to start this episode, I want you to be here with me wherever you are right now. Just be here with me. Take a deep breath. (sighs) Zoom out of your life. Take yourself out of your present-day situation, whatever challenges you're facing right now, whatever might be heavy on your heart, heavy on your mind, and just take yourself out of it. Come back into your body, into your home, into your space, and feel yourself here right now. Feel yourself. Feel the energy in your hands, take a look around you, wherever you are and take a brief inventory of how far you've come in this life to be here right now, wherever you are, just take a little bit of a brief inventory, float above yourself for just a second and realize that you don't know what you don't know, that sometimes there really is this divine timing to life and sometimes the most magical beautiful things happen when we have no idea what the fuck is going on it is the orchestration and the background of all of the beauty everything is really confusing and we feel really lost and we feel so intangibly far away from who we want to be everything is confusing we're trying to micromanage our lives take a step back Notice who you are, notice your breath, notice the beat of your heart. Center yourself with me, be here with me, just right now. The rest of the episode, you can take your walk or listen to it in the background, but right now, just center yourself, just be here with me and take yourself out of your mind and connect to all that is, all that you are which is not the voice in your mind or the thoughts in your head or the ideas or beliefs that you have and connect to the awareness within you the awareness behind you behind all of that behind all of that is the one who witnesses i talked about that a lot in my last episode that if you can listen to the thoughts in your head who's doing the listening who's doing the thinking are you one or are you two I do this type of detachment regularly because I found that I need to. Um, We get so caught up in the hustle and bustle of this world, the flux of life, paying attention, keeping a grounded commitment towards our physical desires, our physical responsibilities, and we really forget to take a minute to just breathe, to live, to be here right now in our bodies and figuring shit out. Oh, it's what we're so good at. But there's nothing to figure out. Spend your whole life trying to get your act together. You don't have a life. You have an act, right? So let's detach. Let's center in. Let's ground here right now and commit to ease and peace. So what does that mean, committing to ease and peace? If you want ease and peace in your life, all you have to do is make the decision that you want it. And it's not just gonna follow right after that. It's a commitment you have to make because we have these very large cerebral thought manufacturers inside of our heads. Some of us call it a brain. And all it is meant to do is solve problems and think and dwell upon and ruminate. And sometimes that's very useful but not when you are committed to a sense of ease and peace in your life and you learn that you have been solving problems, ruminating, thinking for your whole life and how challenging it actually is to commit to a sense of ease and peace. You'll notice that when you choose to have a peaceful day, when you choose happiness actively, consciously, there are gonna be a million things that challenge that choice. And it really is up to you to always choose the, the peace and the ease. It, it is always there even if it is making a painful decision from a place of detachment, even if it is learning to not react when someone bothers you, even if it is staying seated, grounded in yourself, when you feel the need to act or to fix or to solve the problems, honing in on an energy that is stable. Sometimes ease and peace mean internal discomfort for the sake of long-term satisfaction. So choosing silence because you know that it is the best way to be right now instead of reacting or responding to another person, even though sometimes all we want to do is solve, 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 fix, fix, fix. I just want to remind you that that is not your job. It's not your job to be here to fix things. It's not your job to be here to solve the problems or to do all of the logical runarounds. Your job is to live. Your job is to be. Your job is to feel the energy of the world around you and be receptive to the change and the transformation that is a natural and inevitable part of life and learn how to flow with it. And sometimes that does mean acting. Sometimes that does mean making decisions and being a really large part in your transformation and decidedly being connected to something outside of yourself, something larger than yourself. But we can only act from that place of knowing when we can drop in, when we can come home, come back to ourselves. Our intuition is a really powerful thing and a lot of people have trouble understanding the difference between intuition and fear or intrusive thoughts. And the reason that there is this real challenge and deciphering between the two is typically because we... Don't know which thoughts are ours, what comes from our body, what comes from our mind, because we never just slow down. We're always go, go, going. We're always thinking, thinking, thinking. We're always trying to satiate our next need. And we are also always trying to distract ourselves from the inner silence that is within us. We find it really uncomfortable, really hard to sit with it. But that's okay. And that is normal. And I don't want you to judge yourself for it because that is... I think one of the hardest things to learn is when you start to become conscious when you start to garner a certain level of self-awareness it becomes really hard to not be in that level of self-awareness when you reach a certain alignment a certain place and point in time where you know how to direct yourself into feeling good and then you don't feel good, you tend to beat yourself up over it because you know your potential of alignment, you know your highest good, you know your highest self. And so the contrast between good and bad becomes so strong. And so there's this part to consciousness sometimes that can be really challenging because it is just another mental backdoor, another mental thought loop where we are judging. Labeling things as good or bad is where so much of our suffering and our pain comes from trying to resist where we are, not realizing that where we are is where we're supposed to be at any given moment. And sometimes those dips in energy, sometimes those dips in alignment, sometimes those really anxiety, Producing feelings that come up every now and then and are just meant to teach us a lesson are there to push us back into our alignment. They are meant to take us out of this good feeling place so that we understand the inevitable flux of life. You can still have ease and peace when you are in that anxious state, when you are in that detached state, when you don't feel as connected. It's about knowing that there is part of you that will always be connected no matter what, no matter what your physical egoic self is. Going through, there is a deeper part of you that always has the ability to come out of it, to take a deep breath, to sit still for just a moment. Just sit still. It's going to be really hard at first for that first minute, two minutes, three minutes, but then the gap between thoughts will get longer and you will have a little bit of space to understand how your body is connected to your mind, understand where your intuition is. You have no idea how guided you are. You are so guided, whether you believe that it is from forces outside of you spiritually, whether you believe in spirit guides and masters and God or the universe, whether you believe in that spiritual element of life, which I'm sure you do because that's a large part of this audience, but even if you don't, know that you have everything you need within you that there is this intuitive nature that exists within all of us this intuition that knows intimately what to do when to do it where to go you just have to listen and I think so much of our pain so much of our suffering so much of our urgency and need to manage our lives and feel the anxiety of not knowing what to do next comes from an inability to sit with ourselves a resistance to sit with ourselves, and a resistance to simply listen. I notice if I'm having a really bad day and it's just one thing after another, it is typically that I am so disconnected from my body, myself, my place in life, and I am just on complete autopilot. I'm not taking anything in around me. I am seeing the world through the lens of my own perception, my own clouded viewpoint, my own point of view that might not be what reality actually is and in turn am creating this distorted perception of events, of things. I am perpetuating my own pain, my own anxiety and this is very common. It's a common thing that we do. When I notice myself doing that, I have to force myself to sit down, take a beat, take a step, take a breath. It's about having that conscious awareness, which sometimes is not the enactor of everything. Sometimes is not the one who you are always living through and you know when you're not living through it because you are so starkly out of alignment. You can feel yourself be agitated, irritable, anxious, when you start to really understand this awareness within you and you start to become aware of your thoughts, emotions, feelings, you almost identify more with them to the extent of saying, okay, well... I was just feeling amazing yesterday. I got myself into this really good feeling place. I was super conscious, I was super aware of my actions and my behaviors and connected to this deeper part of myself, connected to the outside world in a bigger way, which really nourished my relationships and my conversations with people. And then if the next day you wake up and you're kind of you know, wobbling a little bit through life, it's going to be so obvious that you don't have that connection to yourself, to the world around you, and you're going to want to get mad at yourself for it. But that's a double-edged sword that is going through the back door of mental illusion and not remaining conscious that is telling yourself that you need to be this one way all the time, you need to be happy and satisfied all the time to have ease and peace in your life. Ease and peace is not about being happy all the time, it's not about toxic positivity, it's not about always trying to make the best out of every single situation, it's about realizing that your life situation, no matter where you are at any given point, is what it is and sometimes you cannot change the circumstances that you are dealt with. Sometimes you are handed really shitty cards. It's about taking a step back from those cards, taking a step back from your life situation, all of the feelings that you have about it, and really objectively looking at it and saying, how bad really is this? How much worse am I making it with my own mental projections? And What can I do about it? And if the answer is nothing, it's about having an ease and a peace in trusting yourself, trusting the intuitive nature, the intuitive part of you, and as well, the universe, what is outside of you, the forces that guide you through this life in knowing that sometimes you're going to have pitfalls and sometimes they're going to feel really dark, but you will always come out of them because you always have. And that's really what I want to convey to you when I say zoom out of your life. It's that there have been a million moments, and there will, if we're lucky, be a million more. And you have overcome the hardest days in your life. You have overcome the worst pain that you've ever felt. You have woken up with yourself every single day of your entire life, and gone to sleep with yourself every single day of your entire life. You've gotten through all of it and you can get through all the rest. No doubt you can get through all the rest but when we look at our lives and our minds and we see ourselves struggling and we see our fears play out in our mental images, it all feels so overwhelming. It comes crashing down. You forget that oh, I have so much life to live. I actually don't need to figure all of this out now. I can actually take the pressure off of myself to have all of the answers and, you know, I'll do what I can, but I don't really need to know. And that's why coming home to the intuitive part of yourself, the intuitive, natural instinctive nature that we all have that tells us when we're tired when we're hungry when we need to relax when we want to have fun that intuitive deeper nature that part of ourselves that is always giving us signals and telling ourselves what to do when to do it how to do it how to act tuning in with that will guide you to that place but instead we mask over it we cover it all up we bandage it all up because of the needs that come outside of us you know it's not an impossibility that you probably have to go to work and you have to do things that you might not want to do and go against your own natural grain go against your own body and what maybe your instinctive nature wants but even that is something that you can sit with and say okay am i in the right line of work What do I really want and why does this make me so uncomfortable? Why do I struggle so much getting up in the morning? What actually is it? Is it that I really am tired or maybe it's just that I desire to have more freedom in my life and I resent that I can't have more freedom in my life and maybe I feel like I'm not deserving of that freedom and so I don't feel like I could actually get it and so then I'm making life out to be this bad guy that I have to live through when really I could just take a step back and understand well what is my body asking of me what is my mind asking of me what does my intuitive self want and how far away am I from that from living in that just surveying that and taking an inventory of your life that way and then Almost training your brain, training yourself to detach from all of the moments that seem so hard. Like if you hate your job and you have to go to work... I made a TikTok about this a while ago that at any given moment my goal is to have as much fun as I possibly can and sometimes that's really hard and I really forget that that's my goal a lot of the time but it's really framed my life to not take things as seriously because nothing is really that serious when you zoom out, when you detach, when you realize that you're so young even if you're not and you have so much ahead of you. How much can change in a year, let alone five years or ten years? Take a look back at where you were six months ago, and I'm sure it's a drastically different place, or maybe it's the same place and you're just on the cusp of a new transformation or becoming. With all that being said, having as much fun as you can at any given moment really just means embodying the present moment of any given moment. If you've been wanting to learn a new language, connect with your family heritage, Rosetta Stone might be perfect for you. It is the most trusted language learning app available on desktop or as an app, and it is truly immersive in the language you want to learn. It's been a trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered from Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish, with fast language acquisition and speech recognition as a built-in feature to give you feedback on your pronunciation. Like having a personal trainer for your accent. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. And for a limited time, figuring shit out listeners can get Rosetta Stone's Lifetime Membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today today. moment so right now I'm recording a podcast and I have my tripod set up and my camera set up and I am in my state of being as a speaker as a communicator and this is the character that I am putting on right now I am having fun doing it because I'm here I'm connected there is this set and setting that I've set up so that it is aligned to my vision of what I want to produce. Sometimes it doesn't really turn out the way that I wanted it to and that's okay because honestly, it's all a learning process anyways and the more that I create, the more that I produce, the more that I put out, the better that I know I will get and it's really not all that serious and the judgments and opinions of others don't really matter and I'm just happy to be here and happy to be doing something. And do you see like the way that you can talk yourself into having fun and it's really about the mental reframing of. it all and detaching from it and detaching from the seriousness of it, the only reason that we feel so attached to people, places, things... Is because we feel like we are extracting from them a sense of happiness or that we need those things to survive. When we find ourselves attached that way to not only people but to things, it is typically because we are putting all of our eggs in that basket and we have this lack within us where we don't really believe that we can have this happiness or this peace on our own. The law of detachment and really learning how to take yourself out of situations and just simply observe them from a Third eye, bird's eye view, whether it is a relationship or a personal situation with a friend, or even if it's you and your job, or in the larger context of life, it is you and your life, being able to detach from your thoughts and feelings and emotions and realize that yes, they are valid. Yes, they are very, very real. You are the one experiencing those things, but you are not those things. You are the one experiencing them. It is powerful. It is powerful to be able to sit with your own thoughts, emotions, feelings, and not react to them and not let them control you and not feel like you are governed by something outside of you that isn't really what you want to be in alignment with. It is powerful to be able to really sit with yourself and have uncomfortable feelings and watch as they start to dissipate because they always do. Like I was just saying, you've gotten through the worst parts of your life. You've gotten through the hardest days of your entire life. You have lived every single day with yourself. You are the one who breathes every single air of breath into your lungs. That's a very special thing. That is a very strong thing being here wherever you are means that you are resilient enough to have lived this long, this far, detaching from the pain of it all, detaching from the emotional burdens that we tend to carry with us all the time and saying, okay, yeah, I feel these things. These things are very real for me, and I might need to work through them because they'll probably keep coming up and wanting to influence my emotions and my impulses and my behaviors, but I don't actually need to let them control me. It's a really beautiful thing when you can get to that place, and it doesn't mean that those thoughts and emotions and feelings go away. They don't come as strongly they're still there they just don't have control over you you're able to really sit with yourself more and while that anxiety or that sadness can feel really really uncomfortable and it's still not wonderful to have inside of your body and you wish it wasn't there there's a sense of peace In knowing that it does fade, it does go away, that you have the power to change how that state of being really impacts your life. Are you gonna let it become your life? Are you gonna let it take you over? Are you gonna let it be part of you and be your identity? Or are you going to maybe put it a little bit outside of your mind and just connect inwards, connect to yourself and say, okay, like this is what I'm feeling. Sometimes we need to unpack that. That's all right too. But more often than not, labeling things as good or bad, so I'm having a really good day, everything is amazing, life is wonderful, this is good, this is good, this is where I wanna be all the time, that's gonna make a really bad day pretty miserable because you're going to constantly be trying to make things good, 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 and feeling a real sense of dis-ease and dissatisfaction when things are not good. It's going to be really, really hard for you to reconcile all of that. And so it's about noticing when you're having a really good day and saying, any day, this is really what I would choose, but I know I'm going to have a hard day again. And I know I'm going to get through it. And then there's going to be another good one. And then, you know, and then, and then, and then, and I have so much life left to live. There's so much here for me to explore, to do, to be taking yourself out. Realizing it's not that serious, realizing that the problems that you have today are going to transpire, they're going to have solutions, and then you're gonna have a new set of problems over and over again. Life doesn't stop, it's gonna keep handing you shit all the time. And it's never about your life situation, it's never about changing the elements of your life. Like we think, okay, well, when I get this job, or when I get into a relationship, or when I fix my body, like I will be happy. No, like you'll be happy when you can be happy wherever you are and when you can find a sense of ease and peace in detachment, you can find a sense of ease and peace in the bad moments of your life and really just sit with them and say this shit sucks but it's not forever and that's fine and you know maybe it can actually teach me something and I would argue that that is not toxic positivity, that is really just detaching from it and looking at it from all angles and saying yeah there is a worst case scenario of every situation, but there's also a best case scenario. And it's not my job to will one or the other or force one or the other, but it's my job to just sit back and watch detachedly and just observe how my life unfolds and hope for the best, really hope for the best think for the best and train your brain to scan for the good and scan for the positives and just like talking yourself into that alignment talking yourself into the good place of you know i'm feeling really shitty right now and i'm really anxious and i'm just not doing well and i feel like my life is just falling apart but hey i've felt like this before right like this isn't a new thing and yeah maybe that could be construed as a problem but also I've gotten through it. That's what that means. And I also know that there's always resources. I am loved by my family and my friends. And there's always external resources. There is therapy. There is meditation. There is a plethora of books online about how to do this and this. And oh my goodness, there's actually so much to discover. And if I'm feeling all these problems right now, well, there has to be a solution for them somewhere. And maybe I don't really need to go out and look for them. Maybe I just need to know that they're there and sit with that know that they're there and sit with that and know that what I'm feeling isn't going to last forever and then it just changes those feelings change they they go through their waves and their cycles of being really intense and when they're really intense it's when we are very identified with them and then being really not intense and not a big deal and you just being like you know what I don't even know why I was bothered or why I was bugging about that that's the constant oscillation that we have with life. And being identified with your mind will make you a prisoner of your mind. It will make you a prisoner of your circumstance. It will make you a prisoner of your life situation because your mind is constantly scanning for the good, for the bad. It's constantly labeling things. It needs things to be contextual. It needs information to be easily processed. And because of that... If you are identified with your mind, when you're having a good day, you're gonna feel good. When you're having a bad day, you're gonna feel bad. You're gonna be at the will of your mind. And so it's about taking a step back and realizing that you're not your mind, you're not your thoughts, you're okay. Wherever you are, you really are okay. If you are beating, breathing, and listening to this, you're okay. And sometimes I know it really doesn't feel that way. Trust me, I know. But you are. You've made it this far. You've got a lot left to learn, a lot left to go and talking yourself out of it too really helps because when we are in our mind and we are imprisoned by our minds and we are just in this constant thought loop that turns into spirals really easily, it's a mile a minute, but when we talk, When we talk to a friend or maybe talk to ourselves or when we journal, we are forced to slow down and actually logically reason with our thoughts and say, okay, like, is this true? This is how I'm feeling. This is why I'm feeling that way. What are the possibilities around this circumstance? And is there a potential solution? Really talk therapy with yourself helps a lot. I've been doing this for years where I just set up my camera whenever I'm feeling really anxious or having a bad day. I just set up my phone and I just go. I check in with myself and I say, okay, like this is how I'm feeling. Sometimes I'll just vent as if I was talking to a friend or if I was talking to a therapist and then naturally I end up finding my own solution at the end of it I feel like a weight has been lifted off of me I feel a lot better because I just let myself feel I give myself the space to do that by setting up my phone and holding myself accountable with uh, recording and you don't have to keep these things but I have like footage I have very long videos just living in my camera roll of me processing things out loud and it's what's helped me the most and I also think that's probably why I wanted to start a podcast and why this podcast is so healing for me because getting into a natural flow or a state of communicating and speaking is something that can be really helpful for detachment because you actually have to come into your body and express yourself you can't just do it all in your mind you're not in the corner of your head so really at the end of it all the mind can be very scary place but knowing that you always have the option to detach knowing that you always have the option to zoom out of your life knowing that you've been through the worst things ever to you ever and that there might be more, but you'll know how to handle it when you get there. That's all you need. You don't need to start the top of your week at a Monday and be thinking about Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Just start with Monday, babe. Just start with where you're at. It all starts with being with where you're at and being there, not trying to get to the next place, not rushing to get to the next place. Accepting where you are, having an unconditional acceptance of it at any given moment, knowing that you are going to come out of it and you are going to reach a level of alignment and that you have the power and the capability to do that, to center yourself at any given moment, that there is like this real intuitive nature that exists within you and around you spiritually around you and if you guys want me to talk about spirit guides and the soul and that type of journey i haven't really gotten there yet on this podcast but i am more than happy to because that is really where a lot of this connection comes from is realizing that you are not who you think you are And that's not to mean scary, scary detachment, scary dissociation. That's meant to say, you're not this body and you're not this name and you're not this job that you do. You're actually something far greater than that limitless potential you are experiencing everything at any given moment and the desire to label those things as good or bad the desire to define everything those mind-made desires that come from our mind is diluting your sense of awareness it is diluting your sense of soul self which just naturally inexplicably is part of you And maybe that's where this podcast goes next is talking about the soul self and spirituality. I haven't really gotten very deeply into that. I've sort of centered more so around the psychology of everything and learning how to trust your own power and your own ability. But I think that that might be the natural segue here. So maybe episode 10. We'll get something like that. Let me know what you think. I'm going to leave you with this quote from The Untethered Soul, which is by Michael J. Singer, and I highly recommend it. It really does go through all of what I just talked about, very much about the law of detachment, um, how our minds control us, the monkey mind, and how it zips from one place to another place and how that impacts us, the importance of staying open in our every single day lives and noticing the desire to close to retract to defend yourself and to feel attacked and viscerally avoiding that impulse to do that always remaining open and clearing out your energetic body it talks a lot about the soul self um, death being the greatest teacher of life, in that it is inevitable and inextricable, and it causes us to constantly zoom out and realize that we have the time that we have while we're here. That the magnification that we have to get upset over certain things or be annoyed about certain things—that like real distinct magnifying glass on all that is wrong—it will keep you in a state of misery. This part is all about peace and ease and. A lot of the spiritual teachings that I have taken into my own life come around the power in choosing because it really is a choice once you become conscious of this voice in your mind that wants to suffer that loves to suffer that needs to find problems with everything once you become actually conscious of that voice and realize that you're not that voice you can tell it to go away you can listen to it and not act upon it and then that is really when you start to notice how detached you can become from the pain of life you can still feel it and you will still feel it that is inevitable but you can actually take a step back and detach and not let it control you so i'm going to leave you with this quote if you want to be happy you have to let go of the part of you that wants to create melodrama this is the part that thinks there's a reason not to be happy you have to transcend the personal and as you do you will naturally awaken to the higher aspects of your being in the end enjoying life's experiences is the only rational thing to do You're sitting on a planet spinning around in the middle of absolutely nowhere. Go ahead, take a look at reality. You are floating in empty space in a universe that goes on forever. If you have to be here, at least be happy and enjoy the experience. You're gonna die anyway. Things are gonna happen anyway. Why shouldn't you be happy? You gain nothing by being bothered by life's events. It doesn't change the world, you just suffer. There's always going to be something that can bother you if you let it. We're on a floating rock, people. Wake up, you have power. You have more than you think you do. And if you are sitting there and denying that you have power and that you can't change anything and that life has to be a struggle and it has to be hard and you're just constantly judging yourself and you're stuck in this victim mentality and you're playing the pain Olympics with people and saying, no, I have it worse, I have it worse. Take a look at that part of you that wants to suffer. Take a look at the superiority complex that your pain might have. I have it worse, okay? congratulations. I used to think that a lot, that I felt really misunderstood um, because I had gone through a lot of pain in my life, a lot of traumatic experiences in my life and that no one could ever understand me because they could never understand the level of pain that I had to go through. And I just constantly felt misunderstood by people until I realized that everyone has pain. Everyone goes through pain. Pain is not by any means a competition, nor should it be a competition. And it really is just another egoic identification. And while that pain is very real and those traumatic experiences do influence how you expand and grow into the person that you are and why you have the reactions that you do while that is all very valid and true at the same time i chose to not live my life under the precipice of it i chose to not be identified with it and by taking a step back from my own life events my own life pain i was able to see what is actually really holding me back letting go of all the shit that I could let go of you don't need to carry it around we are on a floating rock in the middle of space you chose to be here whether you believe it or you don't believe it you chose to be here I know I know why would you choose this it sucks I know I know you chose to be here and maybe that that is where this podcast is going is the soul consciousness so let's talk about it on the next episode Um, all right. I'll see you guys next Sunday. This was super fun to create. Um, I'm going to be posting a video on YouTube with this episode. Have a beautiful, beautiful week ahead. Take a deep breath. Nice deep breath. Zoom out. Stay centered. Know that you can always come home. You're on a floating rock in the middle of space. You're going to be okay. You really are going to be okay. The world's not going to fall apart if you don't do that thing right now. I promise. You spend your whole life trying to get your act together. You don't have a life. You have an act. So go live your fucking life. Peace. You got to look for the redeeming feature. You got to look for things to appreciate. You got to find a reason to make it okay where you are. No, I've got to strive and struggle and try. That's what I've been taught. Growth and expansion is my quest. No, that's inevitable whether it comes easy or hard is the question. The horrible truth is that it's an inside job, that if you're going to get that love and that respect that you just so, that connect, that union starts inside. To every experience of growth, there is an equal and an opposite. And that equal and an opposite is what drives you to that light. So you have to start inwards. You have to start first within yourself.